our weakness, of our fear, of our insecurity. I've been around long enough and have ministered in different types of churches to realize that all those things that we use, power, pride, aggressive behavior, money, security, all of those things will actually turn on us if we do not use them for God's purposes. The hard truth that Scripture has a way of reminding us of is the fact that we are so much more vulnerable and we are so much more powerless than we want to admit. And yet the flip side of that coin is just as true. Yes, we are more weak than we want to admit. But God is much more able and much more powerful than we want to admit. God is able. Dios es hasta más poderoso de lo que queremos admitir. Indeed, it is God who is at the core of our desire. Yet we want to fill that God-sized desire again with things like success, comfort, authority, education, and power. We see that in an example here with this man, Jairus. Jairus was a man of authority. He was used to calling the shots. He said, he would say to people, go there, and they would go. With his words, he would make things happen. But here, Jairus recognizes Jesus and his power. Jairus recognizes his own fear, his own insecurity, his own inability. Jairus had more wealth and influence than probably any of us here will ever have. But here he comes to terms with this reality. He sees Jesus, and he sees Jesus' power, but then Jairus loses hope when things don't go his way. When things do not go according to his timing. We see in this scripture, friends, that Jairus' biggest problem is not that he is a slow learner, but Jairus is a quick forgetter. Just like me, and maybe like some of us here as well. That's why we come together every single week to remind each other of the love and the power of God. Not because we're slow learners, but because we're quick forgetters. Knowing that we can say, yay God, hallelujah, we're ready to worship, and then we quickly forget in the parking lot or by lunchtime. That's why we come together regularly and often. Jesus, in this passage, he demonstrates humility. Jesus is quick to listen and slow to anger. Instead of immediately rebuking Jairus or the woman or the daughter, instead of rebuking them or being mad at them or being mad at us for being quick forgetters, Jesus heals. Jesus steps toward them and heals them. He serves the woman. He serves Jairus and he heals The sleeping girl. Aquí vemos que Jesucristo sirve y sana a la mujer, a Jairo y a la niña dormida. What we're seeing here is people taking a step on this journey, going from fear to faith. And the way we make that step is through trust. 
through trusting in the one thing that is absolutely clear in an unclear world. God is faithful. Dios será fiel. Es la única clara en un mundo que, que realmente las cosas no son claras. Pero esto sí, Él será fiel. These are passages, once again, of people taking that step from fear to faith. The power of Jesus to take people from this place of really just being all consumed by fear to going forward in faith. One thing we were reminded about yesterday in our retreat is that these next steps that we take together as a team, they're actually going to require more faith, not less faith. And that applies to each and every one of us here in our own personal journey with God. But also as a parent church, these next steps are going to require more faith, never less. Where is God calling you to have more faith? Who is God calling you to entrust over to Him? ¿Dónde es que Dios te está llamando para tener más fe? And today, this morning, what is your posture before God? Is your posture one of faith or one of fear? Or is your posture a strange mix of both of them? As oftentimes is for those of us that follow Jesus. Esta mañana, ¿cuál es su postura ante de Dios? ¿Es una postura de temor, de timidad o de fe? O tal vez un, una mezcla de los dos. So, once again, here in this passage, we see three encounters with three completely different people. The one thing they have in common is that they have encountered Jesus. And he's allowed them to take a step from fear to faith. So, there are three lessons from three encounters. The first is with Jesus and the woman. La primera lección que vemos aquí es entre Jesucristo y el encuentro entre Jesucristo y la mujer que estaba sangrando. We see here what we can learn in this encounter between Jesus and the woman is the following. Everything was in crowding around her. She had tried the best experts. She had tried everything and nothing was working. Friends, when life crowds in, with all of its pressures, with all of its anxieties, with all of its fears, there is still room for us to reach out and touch Jesus. Reach out and touch him. There's going to be some times where that's the only thing that we feel we can do. We've ran out of answers. We've ran out of getting expert opinions. But we can reach out and touch him. Even sometimes in that odd mixture of fear and faith. This mixture that often characterizes our lives and so many of us. You can reach out and touch him. And be clear of this. He will reach back. His arm of faithfulness is already reaching out toward you. Hoy mismo acércate a él y él te alcanzará. Ya se está acercando a ti. 
So a question that often comes up in reading this passage between Jesus and the, the woman was, is it Jesus' power that rescued the woman or was it her own faith? So what do we think? Because he says your faith has healed you. Was it Jesus' power that healed her or was it her own faith? Well, the answer is, it was Jesus' power. But he says your faith has rescued you because faith is the channel through which Jesus' power can work. He is the one that is all-powerful, remaking and restoring all things, but the way that his power works is through faith. On the, op- the opposite is true. Fear blocks the grace of God. Fear and anxiety block us from seeing God's reality. Faith is the channel in which the power of God works. La fe es el canal en, en cual el poder de Dios se, se usa y se sirve. So we have the encounter between Jesus and the woman, and then there's Jesus and the daughter. Here we see the complete opposite, where it's actually not someone reaching out to Jesus, but Jesus reaching out to someone. Jesus is reaching out to Jairus' daughter. This time it is him taking the first action. He is reaching out his hand to this little girl who has died. Jesus reaches out even though Jairus has lost faith. Jairus said, don't even worry about it. Don't go over there. But Jesus continues to reach out. We just mentioned that faith is the channel for Jesus' power. But even in our fear, even in our faithlessness, even when we lose hope, Jesus will be faithful to us. Jesus will continue to reach out to us even when we think all is lost and we're just completely done, he will reach out. Aquí vemos en el encuentro de la hija de Jairo, esta vez es Jesús quien, quien extiende su mano hacia la, ni, a la niña que muere y extiende su mano hacia los que está, están espiritualmente desanimados. He will take a step toward us. Even in our faithlessness, he will be faithful. So three encounters between Jesus and the woman, Jesus and the daughter, and finally between Jesus and Jairus. Here, Jairus, who's used to being someone who can get anything on his own timing, he just snaps his finger and things happen accordingly. He makes an order and it happens. But right here, Jesus lear, uh, Jairus learns something about the timing of God. So we can ask ourselves, when is the right time to reach out to God? When is the right time to draw near to Him? Friends, brother, sister, young, older, the time is now. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, but today, here and now. That step from fear to faith can be taken today, here and now. Because time belongs to God. We know that very well. We pretend like it's not true. But we know anything could happen to us at any time. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. Time belongs to God. 
El tiempo es de Dios. Time belongs to God, not to us. One of the reality checks that God gives us is reminding us that we exist in time. It doesn't belong to us. It's not our invention. In the same way that we exist in the world, in the earth, in it, time is a part of creation. And the scriptures tell us that the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, and that includes time. Time belongs to God, and we exist in it. We are not in control of time or of our time. Instead of being time managers, God actually calls us to be stewards of time. In the same way that we steward our finances, in the same way that we steward our property, we are called to steward our time. When we are stewards of time, just as we are of other things that God has entrusted us, that means that we will be generous of our time especially to those that need this real hope of Jesus, especially to the community and to God's family, because all time belongs to God. Again, if we don't do it God's way, these things are just going to turn around on us. I love the way that someone once put it for me. Alguien una vez me dio claridad en este punto de que el tiempo es de Dios. Once I was talking to someone and it was in a time of my life where I just felt I had no time. And that was actually before I was married and I had children. I had time. <laughs> I thought I didn't have time, but I had time. <laughs> but I thought I had no time whatsoever. And I was very stressed and kind of going from one thing to another, putting out this fire and another. And I encountered someone. Her, her name is Lara, and she's actually a very famous you know, author, scholar, uh, was a professor of mine, lecturer at a top university, and on top of all of that, she's a mother, she's a wife, and she is active in her local church. And when I was really feeling in my life that I had no time to do anything, she just gave me a gentle reminder, and it was a voice that I received as God speaking to me. She said, you know what, Carlos? I've learned that when I give God the time, He will give me the time. When we give God the time, He will give us the time that we need. So that's a slogan, that's a phrase to take with us. In putting first things first, in sometimes taking that step from fear to faith and thinking that time is an issue, remember, time belongs to God and when we give God the time, He will give us the time, the exact amount of time that we need. Jairus learned that in this story. Cuando le damos el tiempo a Dios, Él nos dará el tiempo que necesitamos. So in conclusion, we've heard three encounters with three different people who took this step from fear to faith, who got a reality check from God. Where do you find yourself in this story today? ¿Dónde es que te encuentras en, en, este, en esta historia hoy? Do you find yourself like Jairus? Do you find yourself like the sleeping girl who needs Jesus to reach out and touch you and to be faithful even in our faithlessness? Do you find yourself 
like the hemorrhaging woman, that life is just crowding all around us and all we can do is reach out and touch him. Where are you in this story? Is it in a place of fear? Are you in a place of fear today, of anxiety? Are you in a place of great faith and inspiration? Or is it some kind of strange mix of all of those things? Friends, wherever it is that we find ourselves today, reach out and touch him. He is here and he is willing to love, forgive, and restore us just as we are. This same Jesus that encountered these three is the same Jesus ready to encounter us today. He will meet us right where we're at and he will take us where we need to be. Let's pray together. Vamos a orar juntos. Gracious God, we thank you, Lord, because your love is beyond explanation. That's why we sing, Lord, because we're able to sing, Lord, and to lift up praises in a way that's a language of the heart, in a way that our words aren't enough, Lord. And we just declare, Lord, and we acknowledge that you are the great healer. You are the great defender. Eres nuestro sanador y también el que nos defiende, Dios Santo. Lord, I pray that wherever we find ourselves today, whether it be fear, faith, or a mix of those, Lord, may we hold on. Hold on to your hand that is already holding on to us and reaching out to us. Lord, we know that your arm of faithfulness is already extended toward us. Would you help us, Lord, even in our faithlessness, even with the little belief that we have, help us and give us courage to reach back. We pray this in the faithful name of Jesus, our one healer and our one savior. Amen. Why don't we stand and tell him, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. There's nothing worth more that would ever come close. There's nothing that can separate us from the love of God. No fear. Nothing else can separate us from God. Nothing worth more that will ever come close. No thing can compare. You're our living home. Your
friends, it's been such a joy to be able to worship with you this morning. Ha sido un gran gozo poder alabar a nuestro Dios juntos esta mañana. Just please continue to pray for this church, for Sunrise Community, for our pastor, Russ Siders, who's away on a well-deserved vacation, and for just all that God continues to do in each and every one of us, and through the planting of Imago Church as well. Just a couple of brief announcements. There's no evening service tonight at Imago since we had our retreat and we've been worshiping here this morning. And in case you need to talk or pray with anyone, I'm available immediately after service and so are some of the elders. Si necesita hablar o orar con alguien, estoy disponible y o también los ancianos que están aquí. And we invite you to continue in worship through fellowship immediately after service as well. But as we leave this place, Would you receive this blessing and benediction? Reciban esta bendición. Que la gracia de nuestro Señor Jesucristo, el amor de Dios nuestro Padre fiel y poderoso, y el compañerismo del Espíritu Santo que esté con nosotros ahora y para siempre. May the grace of our living Lord Jesus Christ the love of God, our faithful Father, and the presence of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Go in peace. God bless you.